0: Looking at the, 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 the morning TV shows, and they're pretty influential in America, uh, the Today Show and Good Morning America are both running uh, various instances of police probably not behaving well various places across the country. Uh, there are a lot of really emotional, violent scenes, and uh, and and that makes it difficult. But I mean, there's a couple of examples, like that old man. Have you seen the old man get shoved down there? Yeah, uh, no, the I it is. Yeah, it. I just,
1: it's, it, it's, it's tough. yeah, it's, it's, Oh, 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 my gosh, what, that's not right. What do Those s- guys have been fired too. Yeah, well, what are you suspended s- without pay? I guess. Yeah,
0: don't jab me with a stick like that. But anyway, um, uh this movement for defunding the police is catching steam oh, as a Lord. as a real idea and do, <laughs> including Hillary Clinton's former campaign manager or is is Biden going to have to own that or is he going to have to anyway we'll talk about that more later coming up
1: I feel like I go well, to my... the mayor, mayor of L.A. said they're going to cut $150 million out of the police budget. Gil Cedillo may be the greatest example of the utopian, academic, clueless, ivory tower, half-wit yep. politician. If we get
0: started talking on this, we'll use a bar time, because I can't stop talking on it. I know! Because it's an amazing thing. I know! But stay tuned for that. Yeah, all right. So and I want to
1: <laughs> I can hardly stop talking about the last thing we were talking about. Which is the New York Times... Saying we're just not going to print dissenting opinions anymore. People get too scared. Even if it's a policy from a senator, I, I've got to shut up. I so want. I'm going. You guys are I'm talking do, about the wrong thing again. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you both keep getting derailed. We, we have no discipline. George freaking Washington. If the freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. Bah, ha. Mm.
0: Uh, so um, uh, a lot of people are wondering about Antifa and the BRICS and all these different things, what's going on at some of these riots.
1: And, and there are other organizations, too. I don't want to get totally fixated on Antifa. There are a number of similar organizations, although Antifa's kind of taken the lead role as lunatics, uh, lefty lunatics in America uh, for now. Laura Logan has been looking into this and studying who they are, what they're doing, how it got started, and I think you'll find it very interesting. We'll start with cut one.
2: Well, one of the most interesting things about this video, Sean, is that it shows um, how this American woman married to an Antifa activist um, from Sweden came to the U.S. and really brought the European model of Antifa to the city. And um, it really struck a chord with me because it centers around a bookshop, which is a kind of fake bookshop, where the training occurs. And um, I've been talking to uh, members of, uh, well, law enforcement here, very senior law enforcement sources who talk about the exact same type of bookshop in Austin, Texas that has already been investigated, that is operating in exactly the same way, where you have professors from nearby universities, in this case UT, and in the video they're talking about in Portland, who will train uh, recruits there in here. And what's extraordinary is that there's a a very organized process where you have to be vetted, vetting is not simple, it takes a long time, you um, have an entire syllabus, there's number of lessons that you have to attend you have to be taught in different things most importantly you have to know how to conceal your identity
1: uh interesting wow, wow already great yeah oh it's college professors that's a surprise Huh. clip two
2: And one of the greatest deceptions of this movement or organization, whatever you wanna call it, is that there is no organization to it. That's what they want you to believe. Because as Dan will tell you, that's how they stay one step ahead of law enforcement all the time. That's how they avoid accountability. So they'll change their names, they'll proliferate the numbers of groups, But if you have any doubt about how organized they are, take a look at what's been circulating on a number of their website. This is digital security for activists, right? And they they put it out, this is the Civil Liberties Defense Center that's putting it out, which basically tells you how to encrypt your communications, how to scrub your social media accounts. They have webinars training people in this. So you don't have to have a central, like, you know, mini-man command structure, sort of this is how we're all going to do it. Because they put out their tactics, they put out their ideology and they all follow the same kind of principles and i can promise you this is one of many sites out there that are dealing with different aspects of this
1: uh i think we got the cliffs backward um that was number two really uh let's do the one about the bricks whatever number it is
2: so for anyone to say that they're not organized, when you see all these people behaving in exactly the same way in all these different cities across America, using exactly the same tactics, it's not just bricks they're putting on the streets. I actually saw something which is a kind of pallet. It's easy to move a large amount of bricks very quickly where you can just literally put it on the back of a truck and the truck tilts and it slides off and it stays intact. This is a form you know, of logistical support that the US military uses, okay? It's not what your average um, protester uses, or even your average rioter, for that matter, right? Criminal gangs don't do this. The level of sophistication and organization that it takes is so extraordinary.
0: Wow, that is really interesting. And so... uh Part of the whole are they antifa aren't they antifa they're 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 aware of that right they're, they're catching on to this antifa name so call yourself something else or quit mm-hmm. using that name or whatever and then and then idiots will report the uh, numbers of antifa are down you know that sort of thing Right, um,
1: it's really a loosely organized it's not really an organization at all Jim you hear that on the uh, the TV it's like any uh, you know terrorist or, or activist cell well, there's, there's that d- wants to keep their activity secret. No, there's no doubting that that
0: the, the organization extended to this whole brick thing because it happened in cities coast to coast. Right. So they were communicating with each other somehow, mm-hmm. and, and that just didn't everybody magically have that idea at the same time. Pallets of bricks uh, showing up at various spots. That's really interesting. And I, I've taken in a fair amount of uh, anarchist. Literature and YouTube videos and stuff like that, I still don't get what they want.
1: (laughs) I mean, it just never holds together for me. No. No. A sane adult couldn't possibly embrace the ideology. It's just, it's ludicrous. And um, it just must sound exciting to people. I mean, I'm a small government guy. I'm a free market guy. I get more liberty, less control. But
0: y'all are nuts. Yeah, Tucker Carlson made a point last night. That I think that gets lost on people all the time. There is always somebody in charge. Oh, yes. Great point. Always. I mean, there's no getting around it. If you have a, a society, somebody's in charge. And if it's not uh, people that you've chosen, that you've vetted through the election process and the hiring process and everything like that to be on the side of law and order and what you want, it'll be somebody else. Right, but somebody's going to be in charge. They're just that's just the state of man.
1: Political vacuums, like you know, they say about nature, generally last for about three and a half minutes. Then the bloodshed begins, and whoever is most brutal assumes control. And how they then exercise that control varies. I mean, as the old saying goes, uh, George Washington didn't talk to the British; he shot him. <laughs> Um, and, and got them out of town, and then we established this incredible experiment in, in freedom and self government. Uh, but most times it ends way, way, way worse than that.
0: But, but if the police aren't policing, if they aren't the law and order, the, the mafia will be, or it's just street gangs, which is the mafia, just, you know, different way of going
1: about it. Well, and they will impose a sort of order, but it won't be law and order.
0: Or you look at the Middle East. Um, uh, ISIS Im- Im- imposed law and order. They came into towns and some people really liked it because things were so chaotic. Well, we got somebody picking up the garbage now and, uh, and, uh, you know, and keeping it safe to walk down the street right. as long as you follow their rules. But somebody will impose their rules and you'll be paying a big chunkier money to them whether yeah. you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The idea that you can. Get rid of the police and everything will just crime will go away. So they're talking about now we're transitioning into the defund the police thing. But they're talking about taking money from the police departments, police departments that are overwhelmed on your TV set in the last couple of days, taking money away from those uh, police departments and giving it to like jobs training and outreach programs and these sorts of things. And then the racism and crime is going to go away from that due to that, I guess. That just seems so fanciful to me, I don't even know how to have a conversation about
1: it. They're already short on uh, officers to the point that they can't send them into the communities to do the really good community policing that everybody knows works, because they don't have enough guys. Now, part of that is uh, some of the lavish pensions that the unions have gotten and are now uh, wrecking uh, county and, and local government uh, you know, budgets. So it's kind of a complicated story. But, yeah, the idea that we're going to defund the police to punish them is just a bizarre prescription. And the mayor of Los Angeles has said he wants to do that. And it's just notions like this, when they start to, like, get support, I'm afraid. It's like, you know, you go to your doctor, you say, I got dandruff, and he says, set fire to your hair. You just, you can't believe anybody even says it, much less anybody says, yeah, do you have a match? It's, uh, yay, yay.
0: And it's not just, well, you, you might call them kooks, but it's not just, uh, you know, Internet trolls or uh, people with no power. There, there's a lot Drunks of... Drunks on a street corner. there there are There are politicians saying this. There are people at high levels of the media that are saying, yeah, defund the police. How how do you how do you expect society to go forward
1: with that notion? Right, and it's so frequently upscale liberal activists, whereas the uh, particularly the older folks in the predominantly black and brown neighborhoods are saying, "Sweet mother of God, you're going to take the police away? Please don't." Now, obviously, better policing is in everybody's favor, including the cops.
0: Usually what happens in a situation like this is this is a money grab where you think you can raise taxes and get more money for government programs. In this case, it'd be training police or whatever that may or may not be used well. Yeah. But it'd be spending more money. No, they're talking about less money. $150 million cut in policing, according to, well, you'll hear from the mayor of Los Angeles will play that clip, but that's.
1: Wow. Or is this the old uh, double reverse where they say, yeah, we're going to cut the police by X percent? Then either chaos hits the streets or enough people say, chaos will hit the streets. And they say, okay, well, uh, we got to find this uh, money for these other programs somewhere, so we're going to raise your taxes.
0: I don't know your thoughts on this or if you know anything about it. 415-295-KFTC, our text line: 415-295-KFTC.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: I'm, uh, I'm taking a couple of days off, so I'm going to have a little uh, little vacation here, driving with the kids or whatever. And I've got this, I have al- I already have the feeling of eating doesn't matter, that you get on vacation. <laughs> that for some reason, the food doesn't count the same way. Right. And I haven't even started yet. Oh, my gosh. That's I, I, funny. Say, well, it's so, so crazy. You'd think we're smarter than that. We're smarter as a beast. Ugh. I mean it's well, a common enough for myself. No. It's a common enough uh, you know, conversation or comedians joke about it or whatever. It's clearly human nature or whatever. But this I've got this idea that vacation's kinda started. I'm in at work, but I mean as soon as I get off the air, I'm gonna start driving and stuff like that. I might as well eat a giant amount of crap. <laughs> what is that?
1: It's funny when you say it out loud, <laughs> how clear it becomes. <laughs> Uh, let's go around the horn here. i got a number of things to bring to you, none of them uh, heavy or depressing, or at least not very heavy or depressing. <laughs> it's like the unemployment numbers. Yeah. 13.5% is great by modern standards. Anyway, I got this note from Alice. Uh, love your show. Uh, talk about when the Major League Baseball come back. It's always the NBA or the NFL. I'm totally missing baseball. Yeah, me too, Alice. Trust me. I, I freaking love baseball. Here's the problem. Baseball can't get its act together. The Players Association are being... Hard heinies. So it's not. The, the, the league is being hard asses as well. But it's not a, it's not a, the
0: difference of the sport or whatever, because it seems nope. like it'd be easier for baseball. Sure. The people are farther apart, you're outdoors most the of the time. The players are
1: farther apart.
0: Y- yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. The players are farther apart and they're outdoors most of the time, so it seems like it'd be a safer sport to start.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, they just can't get together, the, the league and, and the, the players.
0: Just, uh, saw, um, this just came across the wire. Here, let me find it. Um, breaking news! Breaking break, news! Breaking news. Uh, eight, five Alabama football players have tested positive for the coronavirus because they're talking about college football starting mm. and that sort of thing. What do you do with that? Five Alabama football players have the Corona. You can't have them play, bump it up against each other, can you? So then, not till they're they're over it. And then I think you can. I don't know. <laughs> God, so wouldn't you, I mean, that's one of the best uh programs in America if you don't follow college sports.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. you
0: know, the oh, threat yeah. to win the national title every year. Don't you run somebody with corona at opposing teams?
1: <laughs> you got to. Because they'd be, well what are you trying to say? They'd be afraid to tackle them?
0: No, 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 no. You get, uh, you know. Uh, they infiltrate
1: their party the night before. Yeah,
0: yeah, some dude with oh. corona shows up to the party, or uh, a young lady who might uh, catch
1: the eye of the quarterback. Uh well, other than being breathing corona all over him, other than being bizarre and deeply immoral, I think that's a great idea. Well, wow. Wow, maybe you maybe you should go on vacation now. That is insane.
0: <laughs> You're going to tell me that that nobody else has thought the NBA playoffs start. Does anybody here know somebody with the coronavirus that could get close to LeBron James? <laughs> Oh my gosh! It would this, change the entire complexion of the playoffs. Obviously, if he had to sit out for three weeks, yes, it would. Again, bizarre and deeply immoral. Moving along, I guess you could also lock him in a trunk. I mean,
1: <laughs> exactly. You're going to go that direction? Into me with a heavy <laughs> rod, Mister Galooli? You're going to go that
0: direction? I guess there are multiple options. Right. If you're going to go unethical and immoral.
1: Attractive women in the news. First of all, Jack, do you remember the hot chick who, the video went viral of her stopping a man from boarding up a store in Santa Monica so she could pose with his power drill for Instagram? Well, she has been identified, of course, and outed and doxed and has lost her internship with the Washington Examiner. Oh, wow. They've uh, disowned her, essentially. For being a shallow hot chick, I guess, and they
0: and they felt like they had to fire or or what would happen I, I don't what know. if you kept
1: her on, what would have happened? See to that's you? Uh, the woman's activity. To actually say, can I borrow your drill, this poor Spanish-speaking guy? Um Okay. And then she takes the drill then poses with it, looking all hot and socially committed. Then gives it back to him. Gets in a Mercedes and, and with her hot boyfriend and drives away. It was perfect. It was a perfect moment. It was peak 2020, as they say. But I don't think she needs to lose her internship.
0: If I'm running a newsroom, right, and the, the idea of an internship is maybe we'll hire you on at some point. I
1: need better decision making than that. Nah, yeah, I guess. I think she's just a shallow, a shallow hot chick in Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Have you ever been to Santa Monica? They got a lot of them. Uh, we don't. We barely have time for this. Uh, I, I will just give you the the bare outlines of this story. An Australian porn actress was escorted off a United Airlines flight by police after standing up and making a speech about the George Floyd protests. And police violence. Twenty-eight-year-old L. Knox. Uh, well, she she literally stood up and lectured the entire plane, and uh, they took her off the plane when they got to the uh, the uh, the destination. We are now being lectured by Australian porn skanks. Can it get any worse? Can I'm listening. It, can it get <laughs> any worse?
0: Hey, there's a new warning from the CDC. Who's not tired of hearing from them? Oh,
1: stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. There's an asteroid headed our way. On Saturday night, an asteroid that is said to be the size of the Empire State Building will pass close by Earth. Who knows? Maybe we'll get lucky and it'll hit us. Yeah, that's what we said yesterday. Good news, everybody. <laughs> uh, it might be over.
1: Um, now how soon can it get here?
0: Yeah, I was just thinking about it. So I'm driving all day long with 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 my boys, like all day long, and then staying the night somewhere, and then driving a fair amount tomorrow. And uh, it's because we were going to fly, but my youngest son with his uh, with his OCD uh, because of this medicine he's on, he he said I can He got up in the middle of the night crying and said I can't go. I can't mm-hmm. wear a mask on a plane because I tell him we're going to have to wear a mask. He said, I can't do it. I just can't wear a mask. He can't. He can't physically stand the feeling of it. Okay. So we decided to drive. Anyway, I was thinking about the whole driving thing versus when I was a kid and we uh, we might have Scrabble or some board game or look out the window all day long, which is actually really, really good for your brain. Mm-hmm. But my kids are getting all their electronics and cords and everything together. And you got a DVD player. If, if you'd have told me I can watch movies of my choice. I don't care. I don't care if we drive to Let, Let's go to Mars, Dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah who I, got, cares? I got movies in front of me. Please. And the Nintendo Switch? I mean, I'm gonna get to the hotel after nine hours of driving and they're not gonna want to get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> it's so We good. have to go in, Dad. It's so good in here. We got Nintendo Switch, we got snacks. Please, air conditioning? Tell grandma and grandpa to come out and say hey to us. We're in the car.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, Man, I've seen that at Family Gather. You have, too, where oh, everybody's staring at their electronics. That will not happen. No. Here, here. Um,
0: uh, so this got a lot of attention yesterday. Hillary Clinton's press secretary tweeted out, defund the police. This is a growing
1: movement. Why oh, does it. a citizen have a press secretary? <laughs> he, he, was, they're her former press oh, secretary. God, during right. her campaign, He, is, this guy was her head media guy.
2: And, yes, and, yes, yes, yes.
0: With the assumption that she and everybody and he were making that she was going to be president and he would, he would, she was going to be president and he would be the press secretary for her as president. Right. He's, he's a big deal. Right. And he tweeted out Defund the Police yesterday. Senator Josh Hawley, uh, retweeted it. Said, this is Hillary Clinton's former spokesperson. Is this now the official position of the Democratic Party? Which I think is not just trolling. I think that's a decent question. Right. Because uh, she's, you know, well, she was the nominee last time around.
1: It's one of those idiotic, Slogan slash ideas that you throw out to get the idiot vote, but you never for a second intend to implement it unless you're Gil Zidio in, uh, or I'm sorry, Gil Garcetti, um, a wrong nut job politician, uh, Gil Garcetti in Los Angeles who appears to be serious.
0: Former <clears throat> DNI Richard Grinnell then uh, tweeted out Obama Biden Justice Department spokesman calls for defunding the police. This must be widely condemned by the ba- Biden campaign immediately, to which I don't think the Biden campaign is yet jumped to the bait i imagine they're figuring out how to approach this because there's a lot of the crowd out there on the streets that is chanting defund the police right so biden just can't immediately come out and say ah oh, that's a crazy idea yeah he's got to like he's got to find a way to massage it while saying no i think um then ted cruz senator ted cruz whose dad had a hand in killing jfk um <laughs> he tweeted out you want to throw in
1: an allegedly there or anything? <laughs> it's up to you but you know <clears throat> or did he kill Scarborough's... No, no. No, those are two different things. Two
0: different yeah, things. Yeah. Ted Cruz <laughs> tweeted out yesterday, Hillary's press secretary makes the 2020 Dem Agenda clear. Defund the police, take your guns, cheer on the rioters and looters who burn your city. It's like Mad Max at Thunderdome brought home to America. Not sure that's...
1: It's a great deal like that. <laughs> And then after that, we're beyond Thunderdome.
0: Uh, Tom Cotton tweeted out. We talked about Tom Cotton earlier. We'll be talking about him again later in the crazy New York Times situation. But he tweeted out, wealthy liberals like Hillary Clinton's former press assistant have no problem calling to defund the police. They can live in gated communities and hire security guards. I do wonder about that angle of it. The uh, The people that are most comfortable with the rioting are wealthy, highly educated white liberals. You almost certainly don't live in a neighborhood where there's any danger of this happening of any violence. Right.
1: Hey, uh Hanson. You drive
0: town, downtown to participate in it and then go back to your safe place.
1: Do we have that tape of that black business owner I, I asked you to get? I emailed to you. Cut 35. Let's hear that now. I've worked here part time. Plus, I'm a part owner of this store. You said black lives matter. Why don't you choke me, I'm black. Tell Look what you did to my store. Good Look man. at the things you've done. Good man. Look For the Black, black Lives Matter. Matter. We've been here all night cleaning up. All night cleaning. L me That's right. Black Lives Matter. Exactly. You lied. You wanted to loot the store. Wow. She's a Brooklyn uh, Deli uh, co-owner and and worker.
0: And and thank God, at least for now, she can say that out loud. Mm -hmm. You just wanted to loot the store. Right. In a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. I'm black. How about my life? Does it matter? Apparently not.
1: No, no, not really. And, you know, there's a, a very few in the media or in politics who are willing to tell the oh. truth about that.
0: So we got this text about the defund the police from a... Uh, well, I'll read the text. It'll explain who he is right there in the text. 23-year police... Oh, you want to do that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, why don't that we do sense. that in just a second? Yeah, after a 23-year quick- police officer with his opinion of defund the police. You might be surprised.
1: Okay. Simply say, best overall home security of 2020. Best, according to U.S. News & World Report. I would agree. Great home security without the expensive install, without the long contract, without some guy in your home for hours and hours. Home security made simple, simply safe.
0: Yeah, so you order online, click of a button, you open the box, you place the sensors, you plug it in, and now your home is protected around the clock, about 50 cents a day, so you can afford it. No uh, outrageous monthly fees or long two-year contracts, which is common with home security if you've looked into it. That's why a lot of people decide not to do it. Well, now you're going to decide to do it, with the best home security of 2020, um, and it's 60 day money back guarantee. I mean, there's no way you can go wrong. Free shipping, 60 day money back guarantee.
1: Cameras, doorbell sensors, all that stuff, whatever you need. SimplySafe.com/Armstrong is simply is S-I-M-P-L-I. Creative spelling. SimplySafe.com/Armstrong to make sure they know you. Uh, we sent you. Uh, it's easy to install, effortless. SimplySafe.com/Armstrong.
0: I, I I would like to know what a lot of these people mean because um, a couple of your Congress people and it's the people you would expect. I think AOC has said it, and uh, uh, Ms. Talib, another member of the squad. What do you mean when you say defund the police? Do you mean like do away with the police? Is that just a, a a more clever way of saying do away with the police, or you just want to cut back on their the amount of money they have so they can do a worse job? I mean, I don't understand the
1: strategy. It's like the IRS. Nobody likes the IRS, so Congress, in a show of uh, doing what you want, c- keeps cutting the IRS's budget, which means tax cheats get away with tax cheating, and if you go to the IRS for any help, there's nobody there. So it's made it worse. It's just populist d- dumbness. So i uh, read this text.
0: 23-year police officer here, consider this one possible advantage to defunding the police. It would get them out of the business of responding to nonviolent, non-criminal mental health issues. Civil neighborhood complaints and force school districts to learn to manage even their challenging students rather than calling police for kids not committing crimes but acting out in class. Hmm. Far too many people who hold professional qualifications to supposedly handle challenging situations in various areas of public life default to calling the police now, largely to avoid liability. This has to stop. Wow. That is a damned interesting angle yeah. because we've talked about this a lot. You know, with the it happens every time. There's a school shooting or a lot of different things. The police have been put in the mental health business. The homeless thing all the time. Yeah, you, you, this is a crazy person. I'm mm-hmm. a cop. What am I supposed to do with this crazy person? I guess you're not supposed to say crazy. The mentally ill person. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I supposed to do with them? Right. Or the same I, and, with the, and they're barely trained. And the same with the schools are no longer allowed to discipline a kid, and they're worried about getting sued, so they call the cops.
1: Those are great examples. Well, yeah, and there's been some great writing done, um, and and I think Heighton uh, Lukianoff did some of it about how we've uh, you know moved from an honor society to a uh, a responsibility society. I can't remember the term, but now we're in a, a third party authority society where you do not handle things on your own. And I don't mean you know violently or uh, vigilante style. I mean you don't deal with things on your own. You call in the authorities always. Reflexively, and You know, whether your neighbor's too loud or somebody says something that hurts your feelings or whatever, you immediately run to an authority. And that authority is frequently the police. So, yeah, I don't, uh, <laughs> that's one of those sociological experiments. It would be uh, interesting as heck to watch play out. Uh, I'm not sure it would go so great, but who knows?
0: Well, I, I you know, maybe what would happen is, uh, what he's saying would happen is that they would have to get down to very core responsibilities, because they just wouldn't have the manpower or the money to do with it. Right. To deal with. they can, I, We can't come to your school. We can't handle the mentally ill homeless person. Mm-hmm. We just can't.
1: Well, and and we can't spend time worried about what you put in your body. We're not going to bust, uh, you know, people doing drugs or or drug dealers, for that matter. They're, uh, they're running that experiment in a couple of uh, progressive West Coast cities. It ain't going so great so far. Oh, if you like junkies laying around taking poops in your street, it's going pretty well. But if you don't like that, it's going rather poorly. There are people who like that. Uh, I assume weird, there are weird I mean, kink. Well, how else do you explain how much of it there is? <laughs> Somebody's got to be advocating for it. The, the street poop lobby.
0: I don't think anybody's advocating for it. You know what we could well, use? More how does to get
1: passed? Huh? Somebody must be
0: uh yeah the cdc is out with another warning i gotta tell you i'm 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 not really that interested in various projections
1: i just like the the uh,
0: wording of the headline cdc's dire new warning yeah exactly Well, well we'll hit you with that coming up in a minute and you'll dismiss it i assume
1: Armstrong and Getty Show. We're bringing our jobs back. You know, when we had our tremendous numbers and when we had just prior to the China plague that floated in, we had uh, numbers the best in history for African-American, for Hispanic-American and for Asian-American and for everybody. But we're going to be back there. I think we're going to actually be back higher next year than ever before. And the only thing that can stop us is bad policy. Frankly, left-wing bad policy of raising taxes and green new deals and all of the things that you have been writing about.
0: So that's Trump moments ago. He's, uh, is he taking questions or is he just uh, speechifying? Anyway, uh, with the uh,
1: cabinet standing around them, that looks like just speechifying.
0: Anything exciting happens, we'll let you know about it. But so there were there that's were, pretty good stuff. That was calm, reasonable. That's good campaigning right there. There were good numbers out today. Uh, May jobs report: U.S. economy unexpectedly adds two and a half million to the payroll. Yes, unemployment rate falls to thirteen point three. That's amazing. It's so high that even if it falls, it's at thirteen something. That's incredible. It's horrible. Um, But so uh, the president very excited with that and did did some tweeting. Oh, no, the Dems are worried again. The only one that can kill this comeback is sleepy Joe Biden. No, It's a stupendous number. Talking about the numbers we just hit you with. It's joyous. Let's call it like it is. The market was right. It's stunning. And then another tweet. It's a stunner by any stretch of the imagination. Yes. There you go. Sounds like a
1: fake crank out movie review. This, yeah, no kidding. Joe Jones, ABC TV. Yeah, Feel it's a good stunner. Feel good movie of the summer. Exactly. Um, uh, you know, in uh, Democrat uh, quarters, they are very unhappy with the great economic news. Well, Really praying it lasts through November. The maybe, bad
0: stuff. Maybe they'll be bailed out by the the virus, which is what caused this economic pain. So the CDC has got a dire new warning, according to Good Morning America. They predict the death toll could hit 143,000
1: by the end of the month. By the end of June? Well, I could write the great American novel this summer, but it's unlikely. But aren't we at like a hundred and three
0: thousand? Yes. So it's gonna go up forty grand, another forty percent again in the
1: next three weeks. It could. Why are they but well yeah I could own an NBA team by the end of the year. It's not gonna happen. And this is a perfect example of what we're talking about before. And obviously, I hope it's wrong they're, because they're it's a terrible it, disease.
0: They're basing it on the crowd. So all right. these people coming together, being in the streets, the opposite of uh, sheltering in place has been happening all across America.
1: I haven't looked wow. into this, but I guarantee the CDC put out a range. And they said by the end of June, we could be uh, between 108 and 143,000 deaths, depending on how it goes. And the media, of course, takes the biggest, scariest number and trumpets it like it's the only number involved.
0: That's almost guaranteed to be the case. What was the horrifying number? That one came out of Johns Hopkins. Remember, that was the story for like 24 hours. And Johns Hopkins actually had to put out a statement the next day saying, uh, those are preliminary numbers. We're not even taking those seriously. That's just part of a study, right? And w- what was that
1: one? That was a- that was the two million deaths, wasn't it? In the remember, United I remember, States, I don't remember what it was. But- well, no, that was that British guy. Uh, but I remember they said, no, no, no. That's that's the theoretical upper end of the range. If absolutely everything goes wrong, that's practically impossible. Said the very guys who put out the study. Um, but the media got twenty four hours of scaring the ass out of you out of it. So that's all they care about.
0: That's really out of bounds. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, I know. I know. Well... Should the government stop... Should the CDC stop doing that? Stop getting that information to the media? That seems like a bad
1: idea. No, I don't think so. That's not the right answer. I I just think... It's misused
0: always. Well, look at that headline. Predicts death death toll could hit Mm 143,000. Can can somebody look up the actual story? Because I'm sure Joe is right. They gave a range from... N- not really that interesting to how the hell would that happen and the media hits you with the how the hell would that happen number
1: right me uh do, 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 now of course that it's that, funny the news um hepatitis a exposure we don't have time for hepatitis a <laughs> Um, no, it's, it's funny. It's it's much harder to find news stories these days than it uh, used to be on but, the g- 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 Google, which is an evil company, never forget. Uh, Between 118 and 143,000. Okay, there you go. so it's
0: exactly what Joe said. So 118, because I think we're at like 108 right now. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that sounds probably about right, maybe. I'm sure um, they're
1: correct, yeah. Uh,
0: that's And not newsworthy.
1: No. Headline, CDC's dire new warning. Wow. That
0: is just, that is just, the media... <clears throat> As Sean was pointing out earlier, the media is failing us at every turn. Yep. At every turn. The news is broken. It it is broken.
1: Breaking news. I get it. That's a play on words. That's clever. So here's the full tweet that kind of accompanies the CDC's graph. This week, the CDC received 20
0: models to forecast possible COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. As of June 1st, the combined forecast suggests the increase in total number of deaths will continue to slow, with between 118,000 and 114,000 deaths by June 27th. 118 and
1: 114? 143. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there it is. Yeah. That's a, There's nothing there. No, I mean, it's no, mildly a, interesting. I'm no, curious. That is but, not a story worth putting in. CDC's your dire new warning. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. Less blah, blah, blah. More direct speech. That's what I'm calling for. Hmm. Joe Biden's, is this his basket of deplorables? He says about ten to fifteen percent of Americans are not very good people. I agree. I actually agree. (laughs) And corn pop was a bad dude. For instance, corn pop definitely in the ten to fifteen percent. I mean, he ran a bad bunch of dudes. That's completely different. You had to put a chain around his head to even (laughs) reason with him. But I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. Well, you have to he's up there on the board like esther williams you know
0: we really sometime need to play that whole thing again because the whole story of him insulting and then him getting some advice from a guy and then him finding a chain his apology chain.
1: not playing it because it's not new is like refusing to play hey jude ever again right it's brilliant
0: yeah it's such a good story yeah um yeah no, no, that's completely different. When Hillary Clinton was talking about the people that support Trump, let's let's call them a basket of a deplorables, you know. That that you know, it was just it was a completely different tone. Him right. saying, <clears throat> looking at America as people are smashing up things and setting it on fire, that there are ten to fifteen percent of people that are just bad. There's nobody disagreeing with that. I'm hammering the
1: over on that line. Yeah, if we're yeah. including like jerks and ahs and <laughs> as, as bad, like way way over. Hey. We really need to define our terms. Good point.
0: Ahs.
1: A-Hs. A-Hs. He was uh, speaking to a group of black supporters on Thursday night. His message was: most people were good people who think the nation can be improved, while also declaring that that there are probably anywhere from ten to fifteen percent of the people out there that are just not very good people. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I Joe Biden,
1: if you're not familiar with him, was uh, a senator in the seventies. I know, and is now very, very old and has retired to his home in Connecticut. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Sh- Sean's he gotta, lives by, uh, by a lake with uh, incredibly loud geese.
0: <laughs> Not a joke. Sean's bothered by the age of the people in uh, that, that party. That, that he's are an running. ageist. Uh, and <laughs> well, you'd think we could bring down the age a little. But when I heard Biden talking yesterday about how I was a senior in law school when uh, MLK was killed, and I
1: thought, wow, wow, you're mm-hmm. a full-on grown-up. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's seasoned. A lot of experience there.
0: Yeah, I'd say so.